podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC. On a Thursday, as we get ready for a weekend where Liverpool travel to Newcastle to take on the Toon in the Premier League. Toon currently sit four. Well above us, nine points clear of us right now, but we do have a game in hand and we have this game against them coming up. So win that game, win our game in hand, and all of a sudden the top four opens up to us. It will be a tough game. Myself and Carol have done scouted this morning. That should be out today. Looking at that Newcastle game and focusing on mostly them and what they've done well this season. There's a lot of players to admire at that club. One in midfield in particular would look extraordinarily good in our midfield and elevate our team. There's a Dutch centre-back there that would be really nice to have. Although he, to be fair, would be a backup to our Dutch centre-back, but if you had him and Kanate moving forward for the long term, I think you'd be in fairly good nick. On This Is Anfield today, there is a piece written by Danny Gallagher. List policy and signs the club are confident of signing Jude Bellingham. Give that one a read when you get a chance. Liverpool show they have the appetite in perhaps the last derby for some time. Written by Stephen Scragg. Always, always good quality work from Stephen. Do check that one out. And it is an odd thing to think about that the the Blues might not be in the Premier League next season. And if they go down, it's difficult to see how they bounce straight back up. For example, if them said Hampton and Bournemouth all went down, Saints and Bournemouth are in a much better position to come back up. I think there'd be far more turmoil at Everton. They've also got this stadium thing hanging over them and the costs related to it. They are trying to find investment at the moment, but they're trying to find investment based on a Premier League valuation of a football club. If they go down, that valuation plummets. And I do think some of the people who have shown interest in buying into Everton and helping fund that stadium might be more interested in waiting until the summer and finding out if they can buy into a championship club with a lot of potential rather than buying into a Premier League club that looks set to struggle for the future. Darwin Nunes is convinced Cody Gakbo will make people very happy at Liverpool. There's a really good bond developing between them. I think Darwin, because of a lot of the criticism he's faced this season, largely by idiots, let's be fair, comparing him to 
other, you know, to others who were bought in the summer who've actually been flops like Anthony, like Richarlison, like everybody at Chelsea. Darwin's very quietly had a good season, 10 goals, four assists in 1,600 minutes. People will throw out 27 appearances, but it's 1,600 minutes of of which 400 have come playing left wing, which isn't his position. So I, I think you've got to be fairly impressed by what Darwin's put together this season. When playing as a striker, he has largely delivered for us, especially when given opportunities to start games. It's not his fault the midfield has been catastrophic this season. It's not his fault the defence has not been up to snuff. It's not his fault Diaz and Jota got injured. It's not his fault Mo has had a questionable season. It's not his fault Klopp is having a poor season. It's not his fault the tactical decisions have been strange to say the least. Can Darwin do more? Absolutely. Can he get better? Of of course he can. And as proven at Benfica, he tends to do a lot better in the second season than the first season. But there's no doubt he's having a, a pretty decent season this year. And he's able to point to that and say, well, look, I've had all this criticism. I've done fairly well. Gakbo's had criticism. In truth, he's done okay. Gakbo has a lot of time ahead of him. He wasn't just signed for the rest of this season. He was signed for the next five years. Same with Darwin. These are long-term signings. That's a long-term pairing that Jurgen Klopp has bet a hundred million on. hundred million plus add-ons. You can be fairly confident that they'll work out. This is Anfield behind the, this was Anfield, sorry. Behind scenes footage shows how life at LFC has changed. Liverpool fans spot Wijnaldum parallel from complete package. Stefan Besetic. What is this now? Oh, it's from our boys at Under Pressure showing the outstanding pressing of Stefan against Everton. There's also the stat that Sam Maguire, also of Hanfield Index, of course, came up with, which was that against Everton, Besetic was responsible for just 6% of Liverpool's total passes. And that's very similar to Ginny, who used to be responsible for about 7% of Liverpool's total passes. Thiago, on the other hand, when he plays that side, was is responsible for about 12%. Now, when Thiago comes back, Thiago right side, Fab in the middle, Besetic on the left, that's the midfield to go with. That's the midfield where you get the best mix of everyone. There's no doubt he looked so much better on the left than he has as a six. And he's been okay as a six, but tremendous on the left. I wouldn't necessarily be saying he should be a first-choice starter next season. I don't think that's the case. I think he should be a squad player next season. I don't think he should interfere with buying a midfielder to play that role, Moises Caicedo, for example. But if you have a 
a three-man starting midfield, you're going to want at least two or three, ideally, really good squad players. And if our squad players could be, let's say, Thiago, Fabinho and Besetic, wouldn't we be in, in a great position then? Henderson and Jones and maybe Tyler Morton's back as like the cup trio. Thiago, Fabinho and Besetic as the backup trio. And then say, let's say all our prayers get answered and we get Jude, Ugart and Caicedo as the starting three. Then all of a sudden our midfield is transformed. And that's only three signings. Now, we ideally could get four, but that's three, and that's an unbelievably strong midfield. You've got three good options, relatively, in all positions. I think you'd be happy enough. Um, Liverpool confirm appointment of staff member focused on injury prevention. Uh, I'm not going to try and pronounce this man's name. I could try, but I would absolutely butcher it. Uh, He is head of osteopathy. He joined last year with his main goal being to enhance performance and reduce the risk of injury. Um, He's previously worked in Belgium and he's worked in the cycling sphere. He's had a rough enough time since joining. He, He joined at a time when the club were going through uh, a tough enough spell. Now, it looks like James Pierce reported that he was coming in in July, but the club have only now announced that it's official. So maybe he came in on a trial basis or he signed a short-term contract. I don't know. But uh, yeah, that's now official. The Anfield Abseil dropping 100 feet down the side of the stadium. The Anfield Abseil is now open and we went along to give it a try. Oh, there's a video as well. So it's it's from the top of the main stand. You drop down about 100 feet. You can see on a clear day, Blackpool Tower, the Welsh Hills. That's very, very cool. It's 45 quid for an adult, 38 for a a youth, and you have to be at least 10 years old to take part. Um, Going to have to try and bully gags into doing that, I'm afraid. I'm afraid, Mr. Tandon, you're going on the roof, and there's only one way down. Testing the water, what Liverpool chairman said about possible FSG sale. Uh, News emerged that Fenway Sports Group were exploring new investment, but their full intentions remain unclear. Martin Broughton did an interview at the Echo. He basically said that they were testing the waters. I spoke to Tom Werner and asked what they were seeking to sell. Were they seeking investment? What was the objective? And he said, there isn't one. We're testing the water. If there is an offer that's a very high figure, we'd be daft not to look at it. I mean, I'm not being funny. You paid 300 million for the club. If someone offers you 3 billion, it's a 
10 time return on your investment. Get out to fuck. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows what they're going to do? Who knows what they're going to do? Um, journalist claims Guitar Group have moved on. That's Alex Miller. Uh, he's he's firmly on the spoofer list after some some research into his um, track record. Jamie Carragher says what everyone is thinking as Jude Bellingham calls out Liverpool legend. So says Liverpool.com. Uh, Carragher was very excited about Bellingham last night in Dortmund's win over Chelsea. Said he's desperate to see him in a Liverpool shirt. I thought, to be fair, I thought um, Bellingham handled it very, very well. As he always does, to be fair. He's a... He's very, very media savvy for someone so young. Played well last night. Played well last night. Emre Chan, by the way, unbelievable performance in that game. If you haven't seen it, Emre was the best player on the pitch. And uh, if Jude does pick up, I would bet Emre has done a fair bit of legwork for for that because Emre still has a good relationship with Jurgen. It wouldn't surprise me if that was one of the back channels Jürgen used, was to get in touch with Emre and say, look, sell this boy on, on the move as much as you can. Uh, Darwin Nunes makes exciting Cody Gakbo prediction. That's the same thing I mentioned earlier on. Liverpool is about, Liverpool is about to see another name on the Jürgen Klopp shortlist as FSG decision justified. Uh, let's see what this is. Oh, apparently Eddie Howe was one of the names considered uh, by FSG when they were sacking Rodgers. I, I, I doubt they went very far down the road with him. It was very clearly Klopp or Carlo Ancelotti. That's who it was. It was Klopp or Carlo. Eddie Howe might have got some consideration, but he was never a real a real option for that job back then. Um, what else do we have? Liverpool partnership is already doing Erling Haaland and Kevin De Bruyne as explosion looms. Oh, outdoing Erling Haaland. It's Darwin and Mo. Um, no, they're not. So let's not pretend. Liverpool have Harvey Elliott master plan and Jurgen Klopp knows clear evolution rationale. Okay. Liverpool must assess missing Liverpool... Sorry, Jurgen Klopp must assess missing Liverpool piece with new sporting director amid transfer need. Aljif Elmas is the player pictured here. I think the piece is about him. He's a good player. He is a good player. Whether he'd be a starter for us in an ideal situation, I don't think so. But he is a good player. Liverpool considers $48 million transfer as Jurgen Klopp could battle Arsenal for ideal So You know what it is? This website really does annoy the piss out of me. It's so heftily targeted at the US. No, nothing against the US audience. It's obviously a very important factor, but it's an English website run by an English company about an English club. And yet... 
a lot of the grammar they use, a lot of the word patterns they use, and the fact that they use the dollars figure um, really just doesn't sit with me. Liverpool has sent scouts to watch a 48 million sporting Lisbon star while Jurgen Klopp and Arsenal have been checking on a Benfica midfielder. Cody Gakbo, this is Media Digest, Cody Gakbo claim uh, Jurgen Klopp has been told he is the cause of Cody Gakbo's biggest issue. Uh, Raphael van der Vaart talks absolute bobbins, so who cares? Sporting star scouted. Liverpool have been scouting Goncalo Inacio, according to multiple Portuguese outlets, ahead of a possible move for the centre-back in the summer. He's really good. He is really good. But I have a couple of issues here. First things first, he's only 6-1. That's a little bit of a concern for me because... Jürgen likes his centre-backs to be 6'3", 6'4", big, strong, dominant in the air. That's not him. Now, he's not bad in the air, but he's not He's not Virgil, he's not Ibu, he's not even Matip in the air. He wins about 64% of his aerials. That's not, that's not a Jürgen Klopp type of centre-back. The next thing with him is that he has primarily played in a three. We don't play a back three. Now, he's an odd player in that he's a left footer who plays on the right of the back three. He's very comfortable on his right foot, but he is naturally left footed. He's a really good defender, like a really, really good defender. He's quick, he's aggressive, reads the game very, very well. He's proactive, Progressive in what he does on the ball. He plays on the right of a pack three. He comes into to us. He's not a Virgil replacement, a Virgil successor. He's not big enough, he's not strong enough, he's not quick enough. But he is quick enough. He's not big enough and not strong enough, not dominant enough. I would view him in a back four for a team like us as a left back. In the same way I'd look at Hincapier... I'd look at Evan and Dicker, I'd look at Josco Gvardiol and say, you're left backs in a Liverpool team. Now, it may be that the next tactical evolution is that Liverpool play a back four out of possession that becomes a back three in possession. And Trent pushes on into midfield, as he does anyway. But rather than having that overlapping fullback like Robbo, that burden of providing the width on the left falls on Luis Diaz's shoulders, which Diaz is more than happy to do. And we've seen that Diaz and Robbo haven't had the best link up since, since Diaz arrived. In possession, we would be Ibu pushing into the right centre back, Virgil in the middle, and Inacio, Guardiol, whoever on the left. Out of possession, Trent drops back to right back. Everybody shifts back across. And you become very, very solid. I would be in favour of that. I would. I think that would be a a clever move by us. But I think if you can get Gvardiol, who is very keen on the move, you go all out for him. 
If not, Inacio, Hincapié, they're very, very good options. But we also need to be looking for our Virgil successor. I think Bella Kotchup would be a really good fit. I think he's got all the tools. He'd need to be converted from right side to left side, but that's an easy switch at his age. At his age, Virgil was playing right side. So, yeah, that's that's what I'd like to do there. Uh, what else do we have here? Ideal midfielder linked. Florentino Luis is being linked. The ball-winning, destructive, destroying, whirling dervish of Benfica. Um, he is a sensational ball winner. He is arguably the best ball winner to come along since Kante. He's having an outrageous season. I do have some question marks over him. Um, when he broke through at Benfica, he was immediately tagged with the next Kante kind of title. But his career's been really weird. So, 18-19, he makes his breakthrough, does really well. 19-20, continues to progress, but has some injuries, and the manager doesn't seem all that keen on, keen on him in that season. He goes on loan to Monaco. It's a disaster. He goes on loan to Hitafe. It's a disaster. To come back this season, and to his credit, he has been outstanding. He really has been outstanding this year. I would very much be in favour of getting him, but I would like to see him perform at this level for like another season after this one, ideally, but I don't see that he'll still be at Benfica next year. He'll be 24 in August. He's, he's just gone 23 last, last August. I, I think he will get a move this summer one way or another. I, I would definitely take him Liverpool. I think for us, though, he's not a six. He's an eight. He's that left-sided eight. Now, you could still buy Caicedo and play him as the the holder, as the six, and play him as the left-sided eight. Another option would be to play him as the left-sided eight and, and bring in Manuel Ogarth as the six. And then you've got two monstrous ball winners, like absolute machines, for going and taking the ball off the opposition. That could be a lot more fun. And that would give Jude that would give Jude a real platform to go and play off. And from a cost point of view, that would probably be a more sensible thing to do. He's definitely one we should be strongly considering. I would like to see another season of it, but I do trust that he will carry on what he's been doing. Now, he has a massive buyout, but I think Benfica will come well down on that price, in particular because they've gotten such a ludicrous penzo. I think they'll be um, a bit more negotiable on this price. What else do we have here on Liverpool.com? Not a whole lot of much. Um, Anfieldindex.com there is a piece ahead of the Newcastle game entitled three, game, three Points Crucial for Champions League Hopes written by David Davis there is a post-mortem on the 
Everton game written by Stephen Smith. A couple of new podcasts. Myself and Carol did a scouted looking at the Champions League. Round of 16. The new under pressure is up. So make sure you give that one a listen. And there's a scouted for Newcastle that will be out today. There'll also be a rivalry con today or tomorrow. There's a Mulby on the spot if you haven't listened to it yet. Um, um, Scouts out now. So do give that a listen. And that's it. That's all I've got. So I'll see you tomorrow. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds, and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.